Welcome to Dr. 3, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard length ladder. I'm your host, Kat, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Torcaster, Dragon Rider, and of course, Major Death. How we guys how how we doing this week? Uh new month and uh say 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 meta yeah it's going it's going rough these uh balance changes can't can't come soon enough i don't think i mean i just want the patch at this point in time <laughs> i want i mean the patch notes i would i just want to see the patch notes that'll make me feel better i just i want the mini set at this point like okay. i think i'm just already ready for that we we talked about before we actually started recording and i was like looked at the calendar and went wait has it only been a month since the expansion came out? Yeah, Mage is like, yep, a month and four days. It's like, what? What? And like, no, it's been it's been like three months. I, I swear. <laughs> like, I said, I said it's uh, it's like the 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 old woman meme on on Twitter. It's been eighty four years. <laughs> how long it feels like we've had this the meta, and I know it's changed. We had the we had the launch. Yeah. We had a balance patch. You know, we had we, which nerfs and buffs, but it it's still it feels like we've been in this for a lot longer than like thirty five days. It's, yeah, it just it's really doesn't weird. Feel that like, way. Yeah, it feels like we've had the same meta, but it also feels like we've had like thirty metas, and I don't know which one it is. And also, it feels like it's been thirty years instead of thirty days. And I'm like, I don't know. Between the game and then like real life stuff that's been happening the last month, I'm like. I just don't even know, but I do know that Battlegrounds has been super fun, and Standard mm-hmm. has not been as much fun for me, so, you know, yeah, we'll hopefully be getting some changes really soon. We're going to talk about it, though. Yeah, yeah, we are, for sure. <laughs> All right, Nate, do you want to go over last week's poll question? Yes, so last last week's poll question, we asked you, what do you do when you aren't enjoying the constructed meta? We had 20 votes. Thank you to all of you that voted. And with 35% of the votes, we had a tie. You either are trying a different game or you're going out and touching grass, just like (laughs) Dragon Rider suggested. So uh, that is 70% of the votes. We had 25% of you that say you try a new game mode. And then uh, another 5% said other. Uh, some of those comments were Forrest Bates is going into the battlegrounds. He said he's having a lot of fun with that right now. Guy Grumpy said duels is where where he's spending his time. And SC2 suggested Marvel Snap. So if you have access to Marvel Snap, that, that could be an option. Yeah. And uh, bonus points for any of you who said you touch grass. If you also... We're doing Grass Angels. I I will give you a bonus points and applaud you. I don't know why. I just felt like saying that. So, you know, <laughs> oh, say the, the points don't matter, you know. <laughs> I assure you Point. they do not. <laughs> they're, they're, they're made up and don't matter, but that's can, fine. Can, can I point. exchange them for stars, maybe? I can, I can really use the help right now. Man, yeah. Couldn't we oh. all? <laughs> And it, and it, we had the long weekend. Well, I basically took off like I took off Friday 
and I didn't come back and start playing again until today. Like I played, like you know, I played on Friday or Thursday, and I barely played over the weekend. So I basically took four days off. And I'm not saying the meta feels amazing, but it's been nice to have a little bit of a break. So okay, all right. So let us move into the news then. So patch uh, patch notes for next set of balance changes coming later this week, confirmed by Deck Tech on Twitter. Uh, tweet says uh, patch notes aren't coming for at least a couple days. Changes locked in by the end of Friday, and yesterday was a holiday. So I mean, it just it just absolutely makes sense, right? That they are going to um, not rush this. Uh, right now, and th- it was the holiday weekend. Like I didn't work over the holiday weekend. I don't expect them to like bust bust it out and like put out a subpar product to have it ready for us Tuesday morning. So yeah, just I I think people are expecting on probably what like Thursday Friday somewhere in there. I saw people expecting it as early as today, and I just, I it yeah. boggles I mean, my mind that 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 you would think and have that expectation. I, I honestly believe you should have the expectation that we are not getting a patch until next week, next Tuesday. We might get patch notes sooner than that, and hey, we might even get a patch by the end of this week. But it should not be your expectation that they are going to turn this around that quickly. It may not seem like it's that big a deal, but trust me, when you talk about localization of the patch notes, when you're talking about the entire code of the game and making changes that could have long-ranging ramifications, they also might want to actually include something else as far as like bug fixes and different things for other game modes as well. It, this isn't just something they can whip out in 24 hours. They've never been able to do that. And so the expectation that it is that is just, it's really disappointing to see people, you know, uh, kind of almost assault people, uh, developers on Twitter with, with, you know, bombard them with comments suggesting that, that they need to get this done right away when, when, they just need to chill out a little bit. Go find something else if the, if this is your biggest worry right now. Yeah, I think there's the only time that I remember them even making changes, like basically instantly, was Skull when, Dan and <laughs> Skull Dan and and the uh, imprisoned yeah, when, when Demon Hunter like launched initially mm-hmm. and they pretty much like before it launched they knew the cards were going to be powerful right so they were already prepared for that i don't think this one you know that of course they're always like keeping their eye on things and seeing but they weren't it sounds like prepared to snap their finger and like instantly just do another patch you know they're like let's see how things go and you know people aren't gonna be happy either way so i'd rather them take a couple extra days like set it up get it right because if yeah if they try to rush it maybe it messes something else up and then there's some other severe bug and then people will be up in arms about that because you know now it's bugged and oh now this card isn't working and it's even more broken than it was and it's like let's just just give them a couple of days and yes this is a multi-country you know it's a worldwide game here in the united states there was a holiday 
on Monday. So yes, that only affects people who were living in the U.S., but that is where they're based. So, you know, everybody across the world has to kind of <laughs> deal with that, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's maybe we'll get it this week. If we do, cool. If we get it next week, cool. Like, we're, we're gonna get it. They said it's coming. So yeah, So that's exactly. all we can kind of do. It's just like, okay, we know it's coming. We can kind of prepare. And, you know, we're we're gonna spend some time in this episode talking about what we expect, what we'd like, you know, all that. But I don't... We can't really do much else than Yeah, that. I mean, I, I agree. And it's just one of those things right now that people are... Uh, not having a good time, so they want it fixed right and right now. But you just kind of have to be patient with it. It's it's not it's literally not going to be fixed right just now, and you're just gonna have to wait for it. And if you're not having fun with the meta, go do something else. Like as we said last week, you can you can, there's a bunch of different modes to play. So like if that's not your speed, what's happening right now? Then like. I recommend you, you you find something else to do in the short while until it comes out because I don't know what else to say. But let's let's have realistic expectation for the the, the devs here and the people who have to put together the the patch notes and all the localization because it's not just updating the cards on North American servers. You know what I mean? So it's. It seems silly that we'd be able to just do that instantly, and like I feel like people know better, and it's just people are being impatient, and it's like, yeah, I get it, I I totally get it, because I am also not having a good time, you know, but I also have realistic expectations of what's going to happen. <laughs> so you know, can I? I just want to say one thing. So I mentioned last week that I kind of you know, was gonna rebrand and that kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. I've expanded. So I am trying to actually play other card games, work on more stuff. Oh, boy, if you need if you need to step away from one meta and try other ones, <laughs> let me tell you, there's a lot of card games out there. And when you try to play multiple card games and stuff and, and do like content for, for different things and try to have real life and also like try to do job related stuff, you don't have time to worry about when the patch is coming. <laughs> I'm like, I have to, no time for anything. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my suggestion. If you If you feel like you need something, there's a lot of card games out there right now. There is always going to be another game out there for you to play. And like Hearthstone, I have utmost faith in them bringing the meta back to something that the majority of players enjoy, because that's the best you can do. No one's, you're never going to satisfy everyone. So, um, yeah. So let's move on. New Priest and Warlock Constructed Bundles available in the shop. Uh, we have Sparkle Guardian Nemzi Bundle, uh, 1000 Rune Stores, Rune Stones, uh, New Warlock Skin Tier 2, and 5 Warlock Card Packs. And the Love Guardian Tarande. I can never pronounce Taranda. that. Taranda. Taranda. Yeah, yeah. I, I see it. I've heard it. And then I mispronounce <laughs> it. I'm sorry, Taranda. Uh, new priest skin tier two and five priest card packs. So, um, yeah, they look cool. Yeah, they look very cool. They do, and I'm mad about it. 
(laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to get rune stones. And then it's like, oh, but then you put good, cool portraits on the in the store. How dare you? Yeah, you know, and like money and stuff. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to be good. I'm not even going to get the BG pass, like none of that. And then immediately I'm like, oh, those look really good. I like those. Dang it. I like them both too. Why? Couldn't just be one that I like. Why couldn't it just be bad? Why did it have to be good? <laughs> like if it was bad, I don't have to worry about it. But if it's good, now now I have to like, I'm like, Dang uh, it. yeah, exactly. I know. And then they just recently put out like really good uh, other priest skins too and i'm like ah like you keep putting out all these good priest skins and then quest priest is doing decent right now too and i'm like am i really supposed to play priest yes you are that's what i've been playing i was waiting <laughs> <laughs> i was like i was gonna say <laughs> i don't think this is the right venue to ask that question at least to one of our, what our do you, i don't i i i am offended at what you're sin- insinuating here <laughs> really, I guess the question should be, when I play Priest, which awesome portrait should I be using? Because they're starting to put too many. The answer the answer is obvious. S.I. Anduin. It's going to play. That, that's why you do the rotate. That's, that's why you do the rotating hero and then you like pick all yes. of them that are mm-hmm. cool. And then you just get a different one each time you play a game. Yeah. Very true. I mean, I'm just partial to Anduin, so like I, sure. I love having an Anduin skin, especially the one with the best emote in the game. <laughs> the wow, <laughs> really <Yeah>. wow. <laughs> yeah. Like that is just a uh, a very choice emote. So it's pretty great. Yeah, I we adore. we didn't. We, we didn't cover it in the notes. There is one other thing that's going on right now. You probably noticed when you logged in uh, yesterday or today. Uh, today, as you're listening to it yesterday, as we're recording it, that there is a legendary quest line for Battlegrounds. You just have to play Battlegrounds to, to complete and get a Battleground emote. Then you uh, get a top four and you get, I think another emote and then if you get a portrait for and then if and and then if you get a first place crown you get a um a a um a portrait a i can't think of her name now the priest hero that is in battlegrounds a zyrella zyrella you get a zyrella portrait by getting a first place crown which, by the way, I learned you have to do those separately because the first Battlegrounds game I played, I took third. It does not count. And you could to, only get the uh, one? Yes. Oh, that sucks. So it doesn't matter how you place that first Battlegrounds because it was like, okay, well, I'm going to do well enough and hopefully it just uh, pushed me. And now I, I took third and I was like, okay, well, here here's your, here's your one for playing. Now win one. I'm like, but I I took third. <laughs> but I just did. <laughs> yeah. Uh just a slight correction. I'm looking at it here. Uh always huge shout out to Ben Harstone. Because uh, I know I can find everything. Yeah, that's show. a good place to go. Uh, yeah. It is Jandis. It's a Jandis. Jandis. Okay. Oh yeah, Jandis Baroff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 
I didn't have the quest come up yet. I just, so I just saw it on like Twitter yeah. screenshots. So okay. Thank you, Ben, for putting us in the in the correcting <laughs> me right. so that I was. And thank you, Dragon Rider, for looking. Yes. So, Dragon Rider, speaking of you, can you talk about tournaments? I know there's not much, but yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll just mention, uh, if you are really into Battlegrounds and the competitive stuff there, last weekend there was the uh, most recent Battlegrounds Lobby Legends. Uh, I didn't get a chance to watch any of that. I had a lot of other stuff going on, but uh, that did happen last weekend. And the only other thing that's really going on in the competitive world right now is that there was a tweet that went out today from the uh, Hearthstone Esports account, just uh, kind of announcing the dates for the World Championship. And that will be December 16th through the 18th of this year, 2022. Uh, It does say that... Uh, there's going to be a $500,000 prize pool and that more details will be coming soon. That's it. So we got the dates. Uh, hopefully we will yeah. you know, hear more because I know we've, we've brought it up the last couple of weeks, but we still have, right? We, we still have one more Masters Tour and then the Winter Championships. Uh, yeah, the fall or fall, winter, fall. whichever one they're calling them. I think it's I think it's fall because I, I think yeah I think they did because it was summer. And fall. Yeah, Habu Gabu yeah. won summer, so so we still have those as well. Uh, and then now we know the dates for the uh, world championships on December. So that'll be interesting because I'm guessing that's going to be not long after the December expansion. Yeah. So probably like Sounds a week right. and a half or two weeks or so after that. So that'll be really interesting. Um, I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that's interesting lot. too, because it it's one of those things that tests people's ability to adapt quickly. So I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings about having it that close. I'm like, I think I'd rather have championships in an established meta. But I also don't work for players, <laughs> so um, it's going to be great. I, I I love their competitive stuff, so. I mean, the other thing would be, like, if the expansion launches on, like, November, you know, Tuesday, November 30th or something. I know I'm I'm talking a little ways out, but, like, it's just, it's always interesting, I feel like, to, to look mm-hmm. at that, you know. And I think especially right now, as we've... we've had the discussion we're about to move into a discussion about nerfs and timing of things and it's like okay the last couple of expansions they've had they've been planning uh nerfs two weeks out after an expansion so it'll be really interesting to see like how they kind of try to time things there uh but i don't know we have nerfs and and more cards coming even sooner than that so mage do you want to kick us off talking about that yeah so we do not have at the time of recording we do not have patch notes we do not know what is coming but we do know something is coming and that it is locked in what is coming we just don't know what it is yet so we're gonna spend the main topic tonight speculating what we might see in the upcoming balance patch 
So we, I was taking a look before we, we started at, at win rates on HS Replay because it's one of the, the few places that we have have data like this. And it's really interesting. If you look at the homepage, they've got a win rates chart for standard, which is basically across all ranks over the last 24 hours. And there are three classes above a 50% win rate. And surprisingly, Hunter is the top class with a 52.5%. I would not have guessed that. I played some Hunter today and got rolled. Druid is second with a 52.3, and Mage is third with 51.6. Those do not surprise me in the slightest. Uh, but then you have Warlock just under 50% at 49.8. And then you've got Demon Hunter and Shaman at 48.1. And then it gets really rough after that. Rogue is at 47.6. Priest, 47.1. Warrior is 43.6%. And Ooh. Paladin is at 42.6. And remember, oh. all ranks over the last 24 hours. So as of recording, this was on the on the 6th. So it kind of encompasses the end of the holiday weekend in the U.S. But... Let's let's talk about. So there are, I think, legitimately three classes that are kind of head and shoulders above everybody else, and and we talked about two of them having two of the three classes above fifty percent win rate. They're encompassing a lot of ladder right now. I I would say that I feel like about half or more of my games so far this season have been either druid or mage. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go on on a limb and suggest that I think both of you might think that there are some changes needed to these classes I, based on things mm -hmm. we've talked about. Let's let's uh, start with you, Dragon Rider. If we're gonna talk about Druid here first, is there a class card for Druid that you think needs to be nerfed? Oh, what Druid card? doesn't need to be nerfed like let's be real no. <laughs> okay not all of them um i will just preface by saying i am excited to talk about hunter because i will actually be very glad if they do nerf that uh, and i think they should um but looking at hunt or at uh, druid specifically it's really kind of interesting i feel like because i've kind of gone back and forth in my feelings on which cards in druid i would like to see nerfed uh I know we kind of have neutrals separated, but I think for Druid specifically, like Denathrius, the brand Denathrius thing is is kind of a huge thing. But you can do that in other decks too. So looking at like things that aren't neutrals, uh, I've really looked at Scale of Anixia. I know a lot of people have talked about Guff, and I've even heard the argument of putting Guff down to setting your max uh, mana up to or to 15 instead of 20. Maybe that does something. Uh, it doesn't solve some of the problems. But man, I don't know. I'm just I'm really surprised by Seedsman being a thing. I honestly feel like that could have been five mana and still been fine. So... The one that really jumps out to me that I for sure think should be nerfed is Scale of Anixia as just a, just a druid card that's not neutrals. And so do you think it should go up to eight mana or do you think it should be changed in a different way? Or, or what are you thinking might you would you would maybe make a suggestion that it should be? 
That's the hard parts. I've thought about having the whelps as one ones, but I don't know. Like at, at first I thought that seems really weird because like the Anixia whelps are, are two ones. So it kind of makes sense. But then I thought, well, then they added Topior and those that you get are three threes and they're whelps. So like, obviously they're not really necessarily trying to like match all of the whelps. So my initial instinct was actually just make them one ones. Um, so you kind of still get the same effect, but it doesn't, uh, it doesn't remove as much off of the board. Uh, and I think that at the seven mana and one ones, it still will feel fine. And you still have that benefit of like their whelp. So, you know, you kind of can work it with Anixia. Kat, what about you? Do, is, does Druid have a class card that you think needs to be nerfed? I mean, it's gotta be scale. I'll just be flat out like scale of Anixia is a problem. I don't know because it's it's just a card that can like run back a matchup that you should have like as like a slower deck. You should have no right of like even coming close to like stabilizing and that card will stabilize literally like anything. And it's kind of like, OK, this is um this is problematic. <laughs> I think scale is 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 a major issue. I don't know exactly how you fix it though, and that's that's where I'm at. I think you have to make it like uh, you may even have to make it nine, but like I think it's safe to say scale could go up to um uh it could go up to eight mana. And it would still be playable. And I think historically what they've done with Druid nerfs, um, they've apparently they've published a lot of cards at seven mana and then up to upped them to eight mana, like Celestial, Miracle Growth. Um, so I think that extra turn means something, but it means a little bit less with um with uh Prince Renathal, right? Like that 10 extra health is pretty impactful for them. So like yeah, it making it cost one more can can do something, but it also like like I just said, like they've got 10 more health to work with and they've got ways to bring it back. So I So go ahead. Go no, go ahead. Sorry. I, I thought you were done. I was just going to say, I don't know exactly where to go with it. And like, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take a little bit different tact. I have advocated that Guff needs to change. And I still think Guff needs to change. And I think the thing that feels the worst is, is the Guff card. I mean, scale Vanixia feels bad when that gets played. But it is Guff and the opponent getting to 12 or, or, or more mana and you're sitting at like 5 mana that really feels bad. Now, initially my thought was is that I didn't understand why this card was 5 mana when something even like the Tavish hero card is 6 mana. I felt like maybe it should at least be 6 mana, but I don't think that actually does enough. And... I'm actually going to go with the suggestion that Vicious Syndicate laid out, or Zacco did, where he suggested the battle cry and all the hero power 
mana crystal generation should be empty mana crystals instead of full mana crystals so that you can't take full advantage of them uh the turn that you play them and and i i think that it's going to make it a little bit more difficult to weave in those hero powers and and maybe they won't ramp quite as fast up as as they are and, and so i that's that's where I think it needs to go. I, I feel like the the amount of mana that Druid gets access to because of the Guff Hero card, in addition to the other other cards they have access to that give them mana, is where things really get out of hand and can get out of hand quickly. Um, and so that's that's the card I want to see changed. I, I I definitely felt at some time for some time that that was the card. I've felt off and on that scale may need to be touched, but I, I feel like if if something's going to get touched, that's the card that I hope gets touched, the hero card. Yeah, I like that. I like that suggestion. Like the all he does is give you empty mana crystals because that's like one mana gain a gain a mana crystal for next turn. Like yeah. you you play wi- you know one mana wild growth every day of the week, right? So like. Yeah, I Yeah, I think that's that that would be a fine change to make to uh to the card. So Yeah. I think it could be interesting too. I don't think that they would actually go with this route. But the option of making the hero power a choose one when you play Guff could be really interesting. Like when you play Guff you are forced to choose the mana gain hero power or the draw card hero power, and that's the hero power you get for the rest of the game. If you play it early, you're probably still picking the mana gain. But, like, if you draw Guff later, you probably don't need the mana gain. Uh, Like I said, I don't think that they'll go with that one, but that's something that I I think I heard somewhere and was like, that could be really interesting, like, kind of forcing you to choose one or the other. Um, or in effect, like, uh, the, oh, which one is it? Uh, the, the priest hero card that your, your hero it alternates. Yeah. Alternates. Um, something that would like be, that, that would be, be interesting too. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then you, you wouldn't get the benefit of that hero power and gaining the mana every turn. Right. So Something like with that could be really interesting. I'm not sure if that's the route they're going to go. I'm guessing they're probably going to change the the cost of the card itself or changing something with the amount of mana or how the mana gain actually works, like you were saying. Uh, but I think changing something with the hero power could be really cool. I also want to say, with my suggestion of changing the whelps to 1-1s, I think if they did that, everybody would just remove Scale of Anixia and just play the uh, Otters instead. Oh, the uh, uh, Flipper so, Friends. Yeah, they would just play Flipper Friends instead, and it would kind of be the same thing. You wouldn't get the Whelps to work with like Anixia, but that's not a very common case anyways. Uh, so I'm not guessing that they're going to go that route unless they also change Flipper Friends, which I really doubt they'll, they'll do that. Um, so they probably will just increase it, but I'm I'm gonna agree with Cat as well. I my initial instinct if they're gonna change the mana, I would like to see it all the way up to nine, but that's just also because I freaking hate that card. That's fair. 
All right, Kat, let's switch to Mage. Class card, do, do you think Do you think Mage needs nerfed? And if so, what class card or cards do you think need to be touched? Uh, I'll take Magister Dawngrass for 800, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, when it comes down to it, that's that's the card that just cracks it open for the deck. Um so I think really that the, the Magister Dawn Grab it, it's just it just it's a victory condition. Like I have taken uh Magister Dawngrass with Theatar and my opponent immediately concedes. Like that should tell you what that card does. Like it is that important to the deck and its win condition. So like yeah, I'm a 100% of the mind. I, I don't know exactly how we change it to a meaningful, like, where it's still... Because you don't want... Dawngrasp Dawn is interesting, right? It, and it doesn't need to be um, unplayable, I think. I just think it needs to be reined in. And I don't know exactly where you start on that, to, to be fair. Um, so, I heard... So that card... So that card got buffed. It used to be eight mana. It got buffed to seven mana. Mm -hmm. uh, I think in an attempt to make mage a little bit more playable. Now that they are more playable, is it just a matter of reverting the nerf? Or do you think that there is, is something more that's needed beyond that? I think the hero power needs changed. It it needs to do less. The the scale needs to be less. Mm, Yeah. Um, because the scale feels really bad. It just it's just like, oh, I can't win. Like it's just two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve. Like once their power get hero power gets to like twelve, you're like, well, what do I even do with this? Like there's e- even at eight mana, that yeah. that gets really rough when you've got things like Reckless Apprentice in there, you've got Bran in the deck as well, and it's just it, that can do a lot of damage very fast once once it gets up in that six to eight range, much yeah. less any higher. Exactly. And like, what are you supposed to do with that at that point in time? It's just like, I, I guess I'm just taking a bunch of damage and there's no way I can like legitimately win this game now. It's just going to keep like, cha- you know, the, it's going to keep stacking. The damage is going to keep stacking. And that's that's what it is. It's just like uh, a win con and... In in one card, and, and I don't know if that's like the worst thing in the world to have like a win card in a single card, but like something about what well, something about it feels bad, and I'm not entirely sure where that's coming from. But I I know I'm not the only one who is um, not loving Magister Dawngrasp right now. So it's just. Uh, <sighs> I don't know. I I feel like if they revert the damage back down to only doing one damage, that might do the trick. Um, it, you know, when you get an honorable kill, it only spikes by right. one. Yeah. And I think that might do potentially enough, but that's a guess. I mean, you could probably... I Because I don't think if you make it eight, it changes enough. Like, I think the meta... Like it could still do everything it wants to do at eight mana with very little um 
issue because it's yeah, the the meta the meta was much faster when it got buffed from eight mana to seven mana. Yeah. It is now slowed down enough. There's enough decks. There's Renathal as well mm-hmm. that allows you additional time to be able to find and get that hero card online and then start buffing the hero the 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 hero power. So I, I think you might be onto something that that just bumping it up to eight mana might 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 not be enough to to address the issue here when it comes to what what it's doing for the mage deck. Yeah, one hundred percent. Dragon Rider, what about you? What how are you feeling about mage right now? Uh, well, I I feel like I am not alone in this, but I'm getting real tired of the consistent freeze effects. And it's like, that was kind of the whole reason that Shaman got hit, yet Mage has run rampant with the freezes. And it's like, ah, okay. Um, So I I don't know how I feel about Dawngrasp because I, I think honestly that it's not Dawngrasp itself that's the problem. I think it's the addition of all of the free stuff right now, which means that pretty much the only fire spell people are running is wildfire, which also means that Dawngrasp consistently gets to replay wildfire, which then gets the hero power even bigger, faster. And, and then that, you know, it's, it's just a spiral, but I, I really think that the root of all of that goes back to the frost spells that we got added, you know, and the consistency there. Uh, and I think, honestly, the one of the biggest offenders is the location. I feel like the location should not either be as cheap or have as many uses. Potentially both, because you get to uh, actually pick where the freeze goes. Maybe it can stay as is if it were just like a random, you know, use it and it would freeze a random enemy minion. Mm-hmm. I might be okay with that. But... You get to freeze something on their side, you create a thing, or or you could even, you know, choose one of your own things to freeze and create a thing. And it just it's it just feels like it's it's doing too much. Uh so I don't know. That's that's the one I'm really looking at. I don't know how I think they should address it yet. I feel like one of the easiest would probably be to just make it have one less use. I think it's it's at three uses right now, right? So just have it do two uses. Um, or making it something like you can only target enemy minions or even making it freeze a random target as well. That yeah. might be overkill. But I mean, I mean the I amount of freeze really mage can do, like they can use the... Uh, the, the the location they have amplified snow flurry they have flurry yeah. they have uh you know cone of cold they have blizzard like how many freezes is that and like why do they need all these freezes yeah and they've got parrots that can repeat the the blizzard mm-hmm. exactly as well so yeah no i i fully think i <laughs> I tell you, I was scared of Mage's ability to freeze when when I was seeing some of the the freeze thing, the cold and freeze things that were coming. Uh, Nightcloak Sanctum, I think, did not need the buff to three durability that it got right before before the set launched, 
And so I do think that needs to come down. I mean, the fact that I think it, I think it's good enough to still see play with two durability and, and it would be at least one less freeze per card. Um, that, that definitely I think needs to happen. And I, I, I think I'm with you that I think Magister Dongrath, the hero card, needs to be uh, changed in some way. I like the idea of changing the honorable kill scaling um, because I, I don't know if that one mana increase, I, I have it listed here, I don't know if that's enough because, yeah, it, it, we're, we're in a different meta now than it was when it was completely unplayable at 8 mana. And I would... I would you know, if you wanted to start with the revert to eight mana and see see what happens, I guess that's fine. They, they, they're, you know, that's something they could do. Um, but I think they could do something more than that or, or may need to do something more than that at some point going forward. I agree. Yeah. It's it's really weird. <laughs> I, Dawn Grasp is like, a card I'm like I don't I look at it, I'm like I'm not sure how I'm supposed to balance that card because it does yeah. so much and you're right when it was buffed and when it came out the meta was much faster and like I mean that's kind of one of the benefits of Hearthstone is that you get to you get to benefit you get to uh, nerf things after the fact and don't just like flat out ban them or they're never good enough so. Right, so let's so the other I think class that is really good and really popular we've seen it a lot specifically in the competitive scene is rogue and I think and I think we've talked a little bit about the the buff that Edwin got during the last round of balance changes mm-hmm. does Edwin need to have that buff reverted and is there other? rogue cards that need to be nerfed dragon rider i'm gonna start with you this time you know i have been playing some rogue and i don't feel like edwin is as big of a problem for being able to play it for cheaper but i personally really don't and and maybe this is a bug please like if if you know and correct me you shadow step it and it still gets buffed in your hand when you keep playing the cards. What? No, that's intended. That, yeah, that's how that it's to me does worked. not Yeah, that does not seem like it should be allowed that way because then you get it already buffed, you get to play it the you know, whatever the next turn, and then keep buffing it. And like to me that seems wrong. I I don't understand that, like I, that being intentional seemed really <laughs> weird to me. I don't understand the thinking there. That's fair. There's a lot of games where, like, you can still play it and it just kind of doesn't do a lot. Uh, or you play it later and, again, it doesn't do a lot. There's silence going around right now. Uh, I'm not sure if it does. I feel like uh, some of these zero-cost cards or really cheap cards and the locations seem a bit more problematic to me because again they're they're more consistent you can more easily create seven seven eight eight nine nine stealth that even if they get silence they don't lose those stats whereas the edwin can get silenced the edwin is the one of 
And I think one big thing that also makes the Edwin seem more consistent is actually Shroud. Because the decks right now, the rogue decks, are running, what, five minions? Like five, yeah, like yeah. five minions. Five yeah. minions. So it's pretty easy if you pull a Shroud to get the Edwin. And I, I feel like that's where one of the big problems comes in. If you make it back to the four, I think the other things still kind of create a problem. So I'm not sure. Maybe put it back to four. But I would really be interested to see how it felt if the other things were addressed and Edwin stayed at three. So wh which other cards then are you referring to? Are you referring to... Well, the location, like, for sure. The location? Yeah. Uh, um, are you talking about Draka as well, or...? Draka's really interesting because I think Draka has been pretty powerful, uh, but people aren't running weapon removal, which is also a big thing that I think if people were running weapon removal like they used to, like Viper used to be like in every mm -hmm. deck, and yeah. it's just not right now. And I think if it were, I don't think Draka would be as big of a problem. Maybe if Draka, like, so I, I feel like if Draka were that bad, people would also be running Vipers like they used to. So to me, it, it doesn't feel like Draka is the issue. I think it's the location stuff and how many cards you get to play for cheap. I've heard the argument that, and, and we've talked about on this show, right? How Rogue doesn't have the card draw that it used to. But dang, it sure feels like you can draw through the deck pretty easily. <laughs> I mean, there is literally a one mana card that draws and if you have infused two which yes there's only five in this deck but five minions you know in in kind of one of the most popular decks uh for rogue right now it's still fairly easy but there's a lot of really cheap draw and then edwin on top of that but that's where i think the issue is i think if one of those couple of draw cards were increased to two if uh Maybe if so, you're the, talking like door or or the um, uh, gone fishing uh, is the gone fishing. Of. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a combo card, but it still just feels so easy to pull it off. Um, and interestingly, I actually think that the serrated bone is it serrated bone spike has been pretty good as well. I mean, you essentially yeah. get to play it for free. You have to kill something, but there's still enough targets that it, it tends to work pretty well. Uh, so just all of those mana things, plus there is enough draw. The tricky thing is is that I think a lot of people really look for those big swing turns, the big spikes, and the consistency is just in creating medium-sized stealth minions and a medium weapon that kill people. And that's where the deck actually does really well. Like... Uh, I was actually doing uh, coaching with uh, EZXRD, and whew, yeah, the amount of games that we won just by creating four fours and five fives or a four or five tack weapon was like nutty. It's like this, this, you're getting these stealth minions out too easily and too soon, I think is the big problem. So for me, it's like the, the location and again, the super cheap draw. Yeah. Kat, what about you? Uh, you know, honestly, I, I mean, 
I feel like Edwin doesn't need to be cost three. Like, I think he was fine just as he was. Like, I do not think that card needed any sort of buff. <laughs> and yeah. that's 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 my personal feeling. So like I don't I'm not entirely sure, but it certainly doesn't feel necessary. Um, the, do I think it needs to be unnerved? Uh, I don't know a hundred percent to, to be fair with you. Um, but it certainly does like, I don't know what you do with rogue. Like dragon rider makes some very good points about what can be changed and, and what should be. But I, in my opinion, I, I don't feel like rogue is the real problem here. So it's kind of like, well, you know, and I know that it could be, but like, I think once we get to talking about neutral cards, I- I'm going to have some stronger opinions, but like Rogue, eh, I don't know. I think, I, I think we've said all along that Edwin would, as a four mana four four was good enough to see play and was in basically every rogue deck. Yeah. And and so with that being the case, it didn't necessarily need to be buffed to a three mana three three and having the same battle cry. So I see no reason it can't go back if they're looking to tone down the power level of the rogue deck. And, and yes, I for a lot of people, th- this is... The, the the Miracle Rogue deck is one of the more skill testing decks in the meta right now. And and so like if you look at the win rates for Miracle Rogue, uh, you know, when you if you get up into legend, you get into even the diamond ranks, you'll see that it's just it's at about fifty-one or fifty-two percent. One of the better decks, tier two or better. If you go lower than that into platinum, into gold, into silver. Then it's under 50%. It's it's 48, 49%. So if it's not some if you if that's where you end up playing a lot of your games, if you if you don't have a, a high star multiplier, this may not be a deck that you're seeing as much. But I think from a tournament standpoint, we're seeing how powerful it is. Everybody's bringing rogue to tournaments and stuff. And if we want to create some diversity, specifically in competitive play, I think I think that we want to we want to at least put uh, Edwin back to a four mana four four, and then that, along with some other things changing, may may allow for for the competitive scene to open up a little bit more. Yeah, I agree. So, Dragon Rider, you said you thought Hunter needed to be nerfed. Yes. So here is my thinking. This is this. This part of the discussion is where I think this gets really interesting. And I'm sure that, uh, you know, behind the scenes, they have very similar chats. How many classes are they wanting to nerf? And how, like, how far down the preemptive nerf rabbit hole do they want to go? So, right. right now, Hunter is really popular because, first of all, it does really well versus Mage. And mage is really popular. So the hunter versus mage thing is is going to have, you know, a higher... You're going to have a higher win rate overall because there's more mages. So if they nerf mage really hard and 
uh, and druid potentially, but if mage and uh, a little bit of druid and rogue get hit, I think we will have a much uh, more aggressive induced, you know, or aggressive type meta. Like it will allow for more aggressive strategies to come back in, which will would take care of Hunter. So then it's like, does it need the nerf? But I think, again, it's the Hunter actually does do fairly consistently. And there's enough tools in Hunter right now, especially since Renathal is in. And I know that's a neutral card that we want to talk about. But that's that's the big change, is that that f- extra 10 health, up to the 40 health for Hunter, has allowed it to actually be able to do fine against aggressive decks. And I think that's that's the scary part, is that the Hunter is supposed to be what like good against the more slower greedy style decks and not good against aggro decks, but right now it can kind of do both. I don't know exactly what they nerf. My initial thought was maybe just make like uh, one of the sections of the quest cost uh, three damage spells instead of two to be able to complete it and just like slow one of those down slightly. There's only the final stage is the only one that only does two. That so was right was now thinking. it's three, yeah. three and two. That and so you would thinking. need to, yeah. you would buff the last, you would nerf the last phase of the quest to require three, like the first two phases. Yes. And you know, the, again, just like rogue, there's a lot of actually cheap cards in quest hunter. And, uh, you know, it's even still, I've seen a lot of quest hunters still completing the quest on turn six. So they're playing eight damage spells and completing that on turn six. Like that, that's a little too fast for that, I feel like, for that requirement. So that's why I think that the other thought is um, very much like what they did before when they nerfed quest hunter, which is slowing down one or maybe two of the damage spells themselves. I'm not sure which one. Uh, maybe Wound Prey could be two instead of one. I think that, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's that's one of the big ones. Um, or they could make the quest reward himself cost six instead of five. So you'd have to pay a six uh, for the 7-7 the seven, seven body and the effect. You know, that's, that's kind of your also one extra mana there. Um, but again, that goes into like what I was saying, like how far down this hole do they want to go? Because they could just leave Hunter if they really hit Mage especially. And then Hunter might start to rise up. But if the meta is slowed down or uh, is kind of sped up enough because the slower decks get hit, aggressive decks will come in. Aggro Druid will be more popular if a lot of the ramp tools and stuff get hit. Aggro Druid has already started popping up. Aggro Druid comes in more beats hunter down beats you know rogue that's the other thing rogue actually does well versus quest hunter right now like it's it's a pretty good matchup for rogue so if they don't nerf rogue and they aren't nerfing hunter does that mean that they're expecting hunter to be popular so they're leaving rogue alone to counteract the hunters I'm like you know it's just how how far down <laughs> how far down the do rabbit we go? hole do we go yeah. yes so 
if they want to do like a slight adjustment to it, I feel like something like Wound Prey would kind of be the easiest, just like slight nudge um, to to adjust that uh, and see if maybe some more aggressive stuff comes in. Maybe Warlock rises up a little bit with imps. I don't know how I feel about Quest Priest. <laughs> Cash is giving a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Yes. We so, all know how I feel about Quest Priest. You should apparently feel great about it. That, that, that's what I took <laughs> yeah. from that. So, anyways, that's that's my whole kind of rant on that, is that I do think it needs a slight adjustment, but I think the level to which they adjust Hunter is dependent on how hard they hit the other stuff. Do you, do you think any other class needs need, needs to be nerfed? Like any other new any other class cards from any other classes they not, need to be nerfed. Not class cards that come to mind. The neutrals, yeah, but not class cards. We're going to talk about the neutrals in just a second. Cat, what do you think? Is there another class besides druid major rogue that you think needs to be nerfed as far as like their class cards uh, i don't think so i i don't know honestly like i can't see into the future i think dragon rider makes a good point about hunter but i don't know exactly where you go to from that <laughs> if you nerf hunter and like i I honestly, I don't know. I'm just looking at the problems that are there right now. <laughs> and the, uh, the evident problems yeah, right exactly. now, as opposed to the ones that could potentially come up. As yeah, exactly. Of. And I think it's smart to think like that, to be like, oh, okay, well, what do I, um, what am I going to nerf? Because what's going to be good after we get done here, which makes a lot of sense. But at the right. same point in time, I don't know exactly where where we go from there and like what's going to uh cause the most problems so yeah it it reminds me a lot of the dino tamer brand nerf right it Mm -hmm. was that that was the preemptive hunter nerf that we had uh you know a few expansions ago when they when they made a bunch of balance changes they were like oh we think as a result of this the dino tamer brand in the highlander hunter deck is going to be really powerful and and potentially could be really really kind of a meta tyrant so they ended up nerfing that card as well and and the deck didn't you know the deck never really did take off um after that that nerf occurred and so then the they even came back later on team members of team five said you know maybe they didn't need to do that nerf. So yeah, you're walking a really fine line here when when you're looking at stuff that could become powerful after a set of changes are occurring. You have to figure out just how powerful they actually are and if they are going to become that meta tyrant that you think and 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 then that's when you nerf it. I that I definitely think there is a case for quest hunter mm-hmm. to be nerfed that final stage. It it uh, I I don't typically complete it on six, but I will say I can complete it pretty pretty regularly on turn seven or turn eight, which still feels pretty fast. 
Um, it does sort of need to be that fast, though, to be perfectly honest, in order to compete. And and right now, I even if I tried to play the deck today and got absolutely rolled. I got absolutely rolled. And I've played mage. I went up against mages. I went up against aggro druids, and and I just could not could not seem to to get wins. So I don't know if it's going to be that meta tyrant. But if anything could be a meta tyrant, it sounds like that deck is pretty much in the kind of 50-50 camp right now in a lot of matchups. And if some of those matchups suddenly become, you know, 55-45s, that, that deck could be considerably, uh, could be pretty, pretty good. Let's, let's move on to the neutral cards because we've danced around the elephants in the room for this entire conversation. And now we're going to talk about them because we have two cards in Prince Renathal and Theotar that are appearing in, in like 50% of decks, according to uh, data that is being compiled, whether it's HS replay uh, or, or possibly, uh, you know, vicious syndicate or, or something like that. So where do, where, where do you want to start, Kat? Do you want to start where, do you want to talk about Theotar or do you want to talk about Prince Renathal? I'll take Sire Denathrius for 800, please. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna take the I, Sire. Okay. Yeah, I think my my problem is with Sire. Like, okay. I, I, think, I think Sire needs the most work. I feel like you can manipulate Theotar. I, I'm not sure about, like, I feel like Renathal requires some sort of huge overhaul to look at and they might just take him out if that were the case but like sire denathrius is just a, a win condition in a box and i hate it because like <laughs> okay i mean the, the amount of times i've been uh sire denathrius from full health by multiple different decks um is ridiculous the fact that it can have his battle cry go off twice now shaman's just playing it as just like you know shaman just throws it down whenever and then we go literally had on turn 10 a shot or uh on turn 11 it was turn 10 they played sire and then the, on turn 11 they played bran uh uh, the one for Bolner, then Parrot. Like, uh -huh. yeah, so it's like this card is too universally good at what it does, and there's no cap on the damage. There's a problem with it. Like, like it's still just the same. When it, and I wish I could take back complaining about Alexstrasza. Because <laughs> dealing eight from hand is really, really child's play compared to this. This is just all kinds of messed up. And I, I, the other cards feel, feel less bothersome to me than, um, the, the, uh, the Sire Denethrius because I can play around Theotar. I can try and play around Theotar. I can try and and you know keep things out of my hand and i have been like it it requires you to think about the card now do we want to change the cost you can debate that but like 
I don't know what you do. I think Cyrodenathrius just can't go face. Or you cap his damage. One of the two. But like, the fact that I can be hit for 80 damage on turn 11 or turn 10 is ridiculous and should not be like acceptable in any one shape or form. Like, I don't like the design of the card, especially because brands in, in play and people can abuse the shit out of that card. So I'm like, no, I, I'm I'm sick of decks just stalling, stalling, and then whacking me with Sire Denathrius because they 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 had the skill to draw draw Sire Denathrius in their mulligan. And when I played Theotar, I didn't see Sire Denathrius. You know, it's one of those things. It's just like it's such it's such a that card feels so terrible to lose against because ninety nine percent of the time they can clean up whatever you put on the board or just push through it. Doesn't matter because you can generally play brand with it. So I, that's that's so, where my big problem is is sire. So let me ask this: Is it a matter of what about changing the avenge? Right now, it gets one damage infuse. for or infuse yeah. the infuse. One every infuse gets ticks it up one. Is it could it be a matter of changing the infuse to maybe infuse two to do one more additional damage or something like that? Is is that a way that you could potentially deal with this? I mean, yes. I feel like it would nerf, like it would make it a lot harder to work with. You'd need to have like 35, like 36 minions die to get it to like 20. And that's still doing 40 damage if you're able to play Bran with it. So like... I feel like it reduces the the ability for decks to do it because I had Imp Warlock played on me last week. I literally had Imp Warlock go Bran, Kael'thas, uh, Denathrius, bam, take 50 damage. Like, that should not be a deck that when it runs out of gas um, and, like, has just, like, dumped everything and I've cleared board after board after board... And then gets to go, he, 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 take 50 damage from my hand. Like, that's not how that deck should work. That deck should not have that option. That's not an aggressive deck. Like, you, like the curses are a thing in Warlock. I don't care about, like, Curse Imp Lock because those are cards that only Imp Warlock can get to. Aggressive Druid could play that. It could play Sire Denathrius if it really wanted to, too, and get some effect to it. And that's my problem with the card. Like, it doesn't matter what deck it is. It can play, as long as it's running some minions, uh, a decent amount of minions, it gets effect. And I just, I hate the sameness of it. And I hate how much damage it does from hand with one to two cards and even then even if it doesn't like kill you it's a reno it's a board clear slash reno like and then it's a 10 10 with lifesteal it, it's just yeah. mass it's there are there are massive problems with that card in my opinion all around and like it's just, i 
I just have a hard time seeing like what what you do to fix it, other than be like, this can't go face. It can clear boards, right. or like you said, maybe make the infused two um, per one damage. So like that might be okay because then probably it's not going to kill you. It's probably just going to be a board cleared and uh, you know healing for twenty. Dragon Rider, what about you? How do you feel about Sire Denathrius? Yes, I definitely think Sire Denathrius needs changed. I think he is too good. Uh, I don't mind having a card like him in the game. And I think it is a cool, you know, end end game thing. But yeah, it's it's too included right now. It's in way too many decks. And I think that's the problem. Uh, initially, I would have liked the battle, uh, the, the lifesteal to go away. But I do think that, and this was going to be my suggestion, that's why I was like, it's infused. Uh, because, yeah, I, I think changing that to an infused 2, maybe even infused 3, that feels way more punishing. But I think the infused 2, uh, you know, yeah, you're you're only getting half of the damage, essentially. And even decks that capitalize more on that, like Druid with the scale of Anixia and all that, uh, you know, you're not going to be able to build up a, a 36, you know, with one, not even counting Bran, a 36 damage, uh, you know, Denathrius. Um, this might not be as relevant necessarily, but I also think, uh, I would kind of like to see it go down to like an 8-8 body instead of a 10-10. Yeah. Uh, the... Just the body on the board. There are some games where you can just play it as a big threat. An 8-8 still feels like a threat, but it doesn't feel like as as dire, I guess. Uh, right. So I think if it became an 8-8 with an infused 2, I think I'd be pretty happy with that. If the lifesteal just got removed, I would also be happy with that. Um but yeah, I, I think the thing is that it's just, it's too easy to pull off the big amounts of damage and in essence, also big amounts of healing. And that that's where I feel like it, it is the problem. Yeah, I'd really like to, I'd really like for the effect not to be a battle cry because I think part of the problem is the ability to duplicate it and the ability to double it with Bran. Um, the, both of those things, I think make it really difficult. I, I had not considered the infuse question until just as we've been talking here, I, that might be enough to do it. I also like the idea of it being a smaller body than, uh, than a 10, 10, but man, remember when we were before the set came out and we saw the card and we were like, is this finally a time when a 10 mana 10, 10 is good enough to see play? And boy, howdy, boy, howdy, is it? Yes. Uh, Dragon Raider, please, let's talk about the Otara Prince Renathal. Which which of those two do you want to talk about first? Uh, let's talk about Renathal first. Oh, okay. Does Renathal need to be nerfed? Uh, I would like to see it be 35 and 35 instead of 40. Um, I think especially that 
that uh, just the amount of health is just a little too much. Adding some extra cards, like, to make up for the health, sure, whatever. Uh, people have talked about making the deck less consistent. Sometimes that works, but it sure doesn't feel like it, you know, maybe stat-wise it shows. But in terms of feel, it does not feel like additional cards in the deck to compensate for added health makes a, an ounce of difference. No, uh, I think that's just really the power doesn't. level of a lot of the cards. Like, if there's a lot of cards that are just bad that people have to put in the deck to get it to work, sure, that's where it's that's where you start to feel it. But when there's enough powerful cards that it's like, well, yeah, it doesn't really matter if they have you know, whatever amount of cards, it's, they're going to get their good stuff. That's where it starts, the feeling comes in. Um, so, yeah, I, I would personally like to see Renathal, I think, be be decreased a little bit. I could even see the like, 36, but I don't know if the, like, you know, <laughs> that sounds like a weird number, so they might keep it in, like, intervals of five or something. Uh, but 36 could be okay, too. Kat, do you think Prince Renathal needs to be nerfed? Uh, that, I don't know. That I don't know what you do to it, because it's Prince Renathal is not the card. It's the start of the game effect. It's like, you know, what do you do to Gengrain Main? <laughs> or, you know, Baku, like, you... They like, got rid of it out yeah, of exactly. early. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly it. It's like, I don't know exactly where you go past that. And like, so it's like, okay, well, I guess we can nerf them. I don't know what exactly nerfs you bring to it, but yeah, I feel like they'll, they would likely take it out before they would change it because changing its costs and stats don't really mean anything, right? He's a three mana three four, but you're not playing him for the card. You don't like drawing him unless you're like a quest priest, and then you're like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll take a three mana. You know, like it's it, it does my three cost uh, card of the quest. So like, it doesn't feel like that card is in itself a problem. It's what it does at the beginning of the game, and that's the problem. So. No, I don't. I don't think it's a card that gets nerfed at this point. No, like it does the thing that it's supposed to do and gives people that option of playing a different style deck than you know. It's not Highlander, but it's a different style of deck than than just the standard thirty card deck. And so, yeah, I I have a feeling they'll remove it from standard before they'll modify it in any way because yeah, the start of turn or start of game effect is 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 the the part of it that I think makes the biggest difference. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's not the body. It's a three mana, three, four that doesn't do anything. It's a spider. Type. Right. So like, no. So, so what about, so what about theater then? Let's, let's wrap, let's wrap up the, or let's start to wrap up the neutral cards by talking about theater. Does this card need to be nerfed? Cause man, does it feel bad to play against it? I have to say. I feel like it could cost more. I think the effect is fine. Or, um, yeah, I mean, because look, look, look at your other main, uh, 
uh disruption cards you have um uh what do you call him uh mutinous right you have mutinous mutinous costs seven and only targets minions and it's random so like this costs four and you get to pick like so there's a fundamental difference in between and it's a four mana three three and mutinous is a seven mana four four like I I honestly feel like you could make uh, Theotar cost six, and then all of a sudden he's not just going to be included in every deck because you know people are trying to um, you know d- tech against certain things. It, it requires. Um, I feel like at that point in time it, it requires more intent to to put the card in your deck. So, yeah, I, I mean, I think the mana cost is probably the easiest to, to increase for Theotar. Um, but I, my guess is they probably just increase it to five. But I don't know if five is enough or isn't impactful. But it could be. It really actually could be impactful enough to make a difference. But with Bran in the game, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue that because, like, Bran costs three. Unless you make Theotar cost eight, you can always play Theotar brand too, so. Dragon Rider, what about you? How do you feel about Theotar, the Mad Duke? Yeah, I I would like to see it. If it does get changed, I'd like to see it go all the way to six and not just five. I think that would that would be better. Um I also I I think it should not consider duplicates. If you have two copies of a card in your hand, it should absolutely count those as separate cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if it's going to give you a discover, then ultimately, if you have any duplicates in your hand, they're getting even more information. Well, depending on your hand size, they get information, but they're getting even better value if you have duplicates in your hand because it will show three different things. And I just, I I feel like that's, it feels like it's skirting around what the card is supposed to be doing and making the card like too good. So I could also see them doing something like that if they bumped it just to five. If they're not going to change that, I'd like it to go to six. Yeah, I'm kind of in the camp that something like this needs to cost a lot. And, and, um, so five mana to me doesn't feel like enough. I could definitely feel like six mana would feel a little bit more fair, but it's still going to feel bad. Just the card, the way it is designed feels bad. If if you get your, if your deck is built around one or two cards and you get one of those two cards taken from you, it's just going to feel bad. It doesn't matter the cost, right? And so... I think it needs to be less prevalent. It, it should be a a much bigger kind of, I guess, drawback to having it in your deck because it is a tech card. And so I, I, I don't know. I also don't like the fact that it can be doubled with Bran because it's a battle cry. And so I don't know how how that how you could change it. It, maybe it's an end of turn effect or something like that. So then, so then it only happens. You know, they can only do it once. 
but man, it just, it feels, it feels really bad to play against. So I'm very curious to see if this card gets chosen, because I do think it needs to be in less decks than it's currently in, because it feels like it's just about everywhere. It is literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Is there, just real fast, is there any other neutral cards we should be thinking about? Should should Starfish be on the on the block? Is there something else? I've seen people talk about Starfish, but... I that's that's one of those kind of going back to like the hunter discussion where I feel like that's at the bottom of the list and that's one of those like it depends on how far down the the rabbit hole they want to go with that to me like you know if if they're nerfing depending on how hard they're nerfing some of this other stuff I don't think starfish is going to see much play so it, uh, to me, it really depends. I think it's probably at the bottom of the list and probably won't see changes this round of nerfs. All right, final question, and let's 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 do this one rather quickly here. They've said that this patch is going to be primarily focused on nerfs, but do we think there needs to be buff some more buffs added? to potentially help some of those classes near the bottom. I'm specifically thinking about Paladin and Warrior. Kat, do you do you think we need to see a few more buffs along with the nerfs that are coming with this upcoming balance patch? I mean, I don't know how you have, like, I think you slow down the other decks, um, but Warrior feels really weird in a weird place right now. I honestly don't know what you buff in Warrior, to, to to be perfectly honest with you. I'm like, yeah, I think it could use some buffs. What do you buff? You got me? <laughs> not to be a smart you can, ass. You can, just say, you can just say Warrior needs buffs, and we're, I'm not going to okay. quiz you on which cards that's, need that's to be That's fair. Buffed. Warrior needs buff. Paladin needs buff. They are basically unplayable at this point in time. I know, it, and I'm saying that in a hypothetical it's not like you can play warrior if you really want to but like there and there are some people you can win some games with like this enraged warrior but i haven't seen it in over a week and it wasn't that good when i saw it i was like okay well when you draw the nuts yeah you can potentially do this when they don't have any answers but um, if you draw average, well, this deck doesn't suck. This deck sucks and it's not good. And it just doesn't. What is that? What is that? Battle lust or battle bloodlust was not bloodlust. The, the card that used to draw you cards based on how many damage minions. Battle you, rage. Battle rage. They need battle rage for that card for that deck to work. They need to be able to draw cards for an aggressive deck like that, where you damage your own minions. There needs to be a bigger payoff than um, Olgra. And Olgra's fine; like she does, she can do work. It's just it's not a good enough pay payoff card to make that deck worthwhile. Well, Ryder, what about you? Do do we do we need to see some bur? buffs in this in this balance patch and if so which classes do you think need them um i'm not sure if we actually need buffs i think if so it'd be like two three cards and i could see like maybe one warrior card getting a buff and like 
one or two paladin cards getting a buff. Uh, but I think at this point, I'm okay with just doing some nerfs, seeing if like warlock, shaman, demon hunter can kind of uh, kind of rise up, and then warrior and paladin getting help in the mini set. I'm just, I think that's the point I'm at. I, 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 I doubt we are going to see more than about two or three buffs if we see buffs in this balance patch, but I do think it would be okay if Warrior and Paladin got a little bit more help than, than they already got, because it seems like, I don't, I don't think just seeing the top decks or the top classes getting, a, getting nerfs is going to be enough to bring them up given how low they currently are, so... That is, I think, where we are at. So that's going to wrap up our discussion on the speculation for card uh, for changes during the upcoming balance patch. We definitely love to hear your thoughts. Please share them in the Discord or you can tweet us on Twitter. Let us know and we can all pat ourselves on the back when we get all the right answers once the balance patch comes out uh, or, and, and the, or at least the patch notes come out later on this week. Awesome. Um, so, but I want to, but but well, let let me jump in here with the poll question for the upcoming week. We we just asked uh, the the uh, co-hosts here. I asked about well, what do we need in this upcoming balance patch? So I want to know from you, what do we need? What do you think this meta needs in order to be fixed? Do we need nerfs only? Do we need nerfs and buffs? Or can buffs only fix where we are in the current meta and make things uh, more fun for everybody? Vote, tell us what you think, and we will share the results on next week's show. Speaking of the show, you can find us on Twitter at Dr3HS. Um, you can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. You can follow our Discord to... Uh, to join or you can follow our top pin tweet sorry to join our discord and you can find my myself on twitter at alkaline underscore cat k-a-t and twitch is twitch.tv forward slash alkaline cat dragon rider yeah you can find me on twitter donnie dk that's d-a-w-n-i-e-d-k and Twitch and YouTube and like all the places now rebranded Dragon Rider TCCG. The rebrand feels good, doesn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. And you know, I feel like less guilt if I'm like, I don't want to play Hearthstone today. And then I play a different card game. I'm like, this is my brand. And I, I don't have to feel guilty about it. And it's okay for me to like play something else when I don't enjoy the meta. And still I'm doing what? you know, quote unquote, supposed to be doing. So feels good. Nice. And mage take us home. You can find me talking about how miserable I'm doing on ladder as well as other games. I'm playing like Diablo three or my D and D campaign. That is at major death. And if you want to hear us talking about Thor and Thor comics this week in the Thor, the first Thor movie, uh, come on over to Comics Over Time. That is the weekly podcast where we talk about comics and then watch movies or TV shows and and talk about who did them better, the, the stories better. You can find the show on Twitter. It is at Comics Over Time. All right. Thank you. I, uh, 
I hope I hope some of our predictions come true. This has been a lot of fun just just speculating this week. And as always, you've been listening to Doctor Three. Boom.